Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Today is a WRL weather alert day with a level one and two risk across our viewing area. I'll walk you through the timeline. Plus today, GOP lawmakers will vote to possibly override Governor Roy Cooper's abortion bill veto. This morning, we are taking a look at what's needed to make that happen and how soon the bill could become law. And the store owner of Taz is indicted in the deadly stabbing of a customer. Only on WRL, we're hearing from the victim's parents as they plea for justice. The stage is now set for the Eastern Conference Finals, and we have a look at when the Hurricanes will hit the ice in the next round of the Stanley Cup playoffs and how you can get tickets. It'll be a hot ticket as we have waited for things to wrap up in the Western Conference. Now the Eastern Conference can settle things, and we're glad you're with us here on our Tuesday morning. I'm Jeff Hogan. And I'm Renee Chu. And we're your ticket to get your Tuesday started. Let's get you caught up on what you need to know about the WRL Weather Alert Day with meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner. We have seen a change in the last 24 hours. Yesterday, we were under a level one risk and, of course, added that level two risk to parts of the viewing area as well, from Raleigh northward and westward. And you look back over toward the mountains, and it's a level three risk. That's really serious. We are now in the tornado threat area, though, right here. This level two risk area is where we could see a few isolated tornadoes later on today. We take a look at what's happening right now. We currently have a few isolated showers that are out there. Uh, some of that north and east of Raleigh, especially over there around Nash County, Edgecombe County, and then moving into uh, Chatham County and potentially Orange County here shortly. But uh, what we see this morning is all going to be fairly light and shouldn't have a big impact on the commute this morning. We expect to see most of those showers from the Triangle area northward, and those will be with us this morning kind of on and off for a while. You can see at 3 o'clock, beginning to see the uh, uh, the first thunderstorms developing up there into Virginia at five o'clock, starting to see some of those in the northern part of the viewing area. The triangle may not start to see this until closer to six or seven o'clock. And then gradually between 10 and 11, we start to see some of that sliding eastward. We take a live look outside in downtown Raleigh. Of course, all is quiet right now, but it is cloudy and warm and a strong wind coming out of the southwest at 10 miles per hour. 68 degrees is our current temperature. 65 in Fayetteville, 65 Rocky Mount, 62 in South Hill. So a lot of warmth, a lot of in stability in our atmosphere at this point. It is going to be warm ahead of that front. That solid southerly, southwesterly flow is going to warm us up into the mid-80s. And then, of course, uh, in the evening, we'll see those scattered thunderstorms developing. And again, we'll continue to talk about what those threats will be coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. In just a matter of hours, the future of abortion restrictions in North Carolina may be decided. State lawmakers will vote today on whether to override Governor Cooper's veto of the controversial bill. WRS Laura Levine is live this morning outside the General Assembly. Laura, this vote comes just days after the governor issued the veto. 
It was just three days ago, Renee, when hundreds of people came out here outside the General Assembly building as Governor Cooper vetoed the bill restricting abortions. Now today, Republican lawmakers are planning to vote to override that veto. Now, Republican leaders in the legislature believe they have enough votes to override Governor Cooper's veto of the 12-week abortion ban. Republicans maintain a narrow veto-proof majority in both chambers of the General Assembly. If one Republican in either chamber votes to support the veto, Senate Bill 20 fails to become law. Not only would the bill reduce the cutoff for many abortions from 20 weeks to 12, it would add other restrictions to women seeking abortions and clinics, clinics seeking to provide them. Now, Cooper spent the last week traveling across the state, meeting with doctors and clinic operators in effort to sway Republicans to vote against the bill. The Senate is scheduled to vote first to override that veto today and then and if the motion passes that chamber, the House would vote soon after. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Raleigh. The owner of Taz's convenience store in downtown Raleigh is now indicted on a charge of second-degree murder, and the victim's parents are talking only on WRAL. Tazir Zarka is accused of stabbing and killing 27-year-old Mark Garrity. Witnesses say Zarka attacked Garrity after accusing him of stealing from his store. Garrity's parents say their son didn't deserve to die. Nothing mattered in that store to senselessly, brutally kill a 27-year-old, brutally kill a human. Like, you don't take the law in your own hands. Zarka faces a maximum sentence of life in prison. The Garrity's say they are working on a foundation in their son's name. All lanes of Six Forks Road in Raleigh are open again this morning after a lengthy gas line repair that caused traffic backups. WRL Sky 5 flew over the scene between Lynn Road and Newton Road. Officials say workers installing a fiber optic network cable hit the gas line around 2 yesterday afternoon. All lanes were closed for several hours. Two lanes remained closed up until about midnight. New details are emerging this morning about an attack on a Democratic congressman's staff. Investigators say the man you see here went inside Virginia Representative Jerry Connolly's office in Fairfax, Virginia, and authorities say the suspect had a metal baseball bat and attacked the workers. One of the victims is an intern. The incident happened Monday. There's a picture of the suspect there. And investigators say the suspect also used the bat to damage computers, shattered glass inside the office. Connolly says he doesn't know the man, but says he contacted his office in the past. Investigators are working to find a motive. This is just the latest attack aimed at lawmakers. We're just hours away from a high-stakes debt ceiling meeting between President Joe Biden and top congressional leaders. It comes as Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen reaffirms that the U.S. could default on its debt as early as June 1st if leaders do not reach a deal. The government not being able to pay its obligations would impact businesses, mortgages, job cuts, and much more. Biden says he will continue negotiations during today's meeting with the hope of finding a solution. He's been optimistic in recent days about reaching a new deal with Republicans. Today, the way Raleigh's elections work and how much the leaders get paid, both are up for discussion. A study group appointed by city council recommends council members should serve four-year terms instead of two years, and that's what they now serve. It also suggests the council should add another district seat, increasing its size to 10 members. It says mayor and council members should be paid more. It also cites the city's growth and development. 
City Council will talk about the study's findings in a work session this morning. Downtown Raleigh Social District may be growing to allow outdoor drinking in more places. Today, City Council will consider expanding the Sip and Stroll District beyond its current boundaries. The proposed new map would include more of the city's warehouse district, and that includes areas around Union Station and Morgan Street Food Hall. Officials say this is a suggestion from the Downtown Raleigh Alliance and from what they've heard from the public. This morning, we now know when the Carolina Hurricanes will match up against the Panthers in the first game of the Eastern Conference Finals. That game, first two, will be on home ice. WRL's Naya Harden joins us live from PNC Arena with a look at the schedule and some information on tickets. Naya, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, some exciting news. The first game is going to be on Thursday. It's going to uh, be a really exciting game. And I can tell you right now, there are tickets that are still available for the time being. I was checking on Ticketmaster. It looks like they're going for about $146. Now, this is going to be the schedule that you're going to see. So this was put out last night. This is showing you the best of seven series. There are four scheduled home games against the Florida Panthers. This will be the first time the two teams meet in the playoffs and the Canes are favored to win. Canes have played hard in the last round without two key players. They have not been to the Eastern Conference Finals since 2019. They will need eight more wins to get to the Stanley Cup, but the team is ready for the challenge. Obviously, you get down to the final four, These the teams that are here are playing the best, and uh, we're going to have to be ready for for a big push from them. And um, we got a few days here to get prepared and know what they're going to be doing and um, how we can be best prepared to, to beat them. And that first game, again, is going to be on Thursday at 8 o'clock in the evening. Of course, you can stay updated on those tickets, but I just say, hey, you should go. Naya Harden, WREL News in Raleigh. Parents, listen up. You may have to put more money in your child's school lunch account next year. Wake County Public Schools is proposing a plan that would raise prices for all students. It would be a 25-cent increase. District leaders will discuss and vote on it today. Now, if approved, it would be the second time meal prices increased across the school system in the past year. Last year, parents had to pay out more money because of rising cost of food, supplies, and employee wages. WRL has learned that Orange and Chatham County schools are also considering raising meal prices for students. Also, Renee, today funding for students will likely be the focus as leaders with Durham Public Schools meet with Durham County Commissioners. The two groups are holding a joint meeting at 9 o'clock this morning, just hours before county commissioners meet to discuss that budget for the upcoming year. WRL has learned resources for mental health will also be one of the topics considered at the meeting. It'll all be streamed on Facebook. Those of you in Granville County, you'll notice the county courthouse will close early today. It's because of an active shooter training exercise. The courthouse security committee says it's happening at 4 p.m. Granville County officials and local law enforcement will conduct the training. 440 now, a memorial is growing this morning for two men killed in an ATV crash. Up next, we're hearing from an ATV expert on ways you and your family can stay safe while riding one. Can you save money by going solar? We'll explain how local groups are coming together to make the technology more affordable for those who want to use another source of energy. And let's take a live look from our WRL Live Cam Network of downtown Raleigh. Today is the WRL Weather Alert Day. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will walk us through the most likely times we could see severe storms.
from the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. And, of course, today is a WRL weather alert day with a level 1 and 2 risk for severe storms across our area. We're most likely to begin to see those storms around 4 o'clock. They may last until around 10. Right now, we're looking at some just light showers across the area, especially along the I-95 corridor. Wilson, Edgecombe, Nash County seeing a little bit of that rain and another round starting to move closer to, say, Chapel Hill and Durham. We take a live look at Chapel Hill right now, and that rain isn't there yet. You can see it's dry, but you may run into some damp streets in some places and the kids heading out to the bus stop this morning could run into a sprinkle. It's not going to be much. Uh, not everybody will see it. It's going to be a warm afternoon when the kids get off. The bus temperatures will be in the mid 80s. And for the most part, after they get home, we start to see those storms developing through the evening. We'll walk through the timeline. This memorial is growing on Pool Road for two men who died in an ATV crash Sunday night. More than 30 family and friends of men gathered at that site, which is now covered with these candles and balloons. The cousins, Keevan Epps and Jaya Jackson, were not wearing helmets when they crashed into a car as it was making a turn. WRL spoke with June Villegas of the ATV Safety Institute, who said it is important to follow safety rules when riding the vehicles. Two of them that they, they broke was one, not wearing a helmet, and the second one is operating an ATV on public roads. Investigators say Epps drove the ATV into the car driven by 24-year-old Taylor Williams. Williams was cited for failing to stop at the stop sign there and two counts of misdemeanor death by motor vehicle. We've new details this morning on the newly released state Senate proposed budget. It includes 4.5% raises for most teachers over the next two years. Another one of the big topics is state employee pay. For a detailed look at the nearly $30 billion budget, go to WRL.com. Durham City employees could see pay raises with year-end bonuses next fiscal year. City Manager Wanda Page talked about the city's proposed budget last night. In it, she suggests general employees would be eligible to receive between 6 and 8% salary increases. Firefighters and police officers would get a 7% raise. Public hearings on the budget will be announced soon. Final approval is set for June 20th. You can read more specifics on Durham's budget on WRL.com. An effort is happening to get solar panels onto more homes in North Carolina. Dozens of people gathered for an event at Highwire Brewing in Durham yesterday to learn more about solar energy. Local cities, towns, and counties are coming together to try to make the technology more affordable. They're trying to crowdsource rooftop solar systems. In other words, the more people who sign up, the lower the cost per person. Energy costs go up. There are a lot of people that don't want to use fossil fuel for very good reasons climate change. A solar system for a home can start at about $22,000. The Coalition of Communities says about 1,600 people have signed up to learn more about switching to solar. The Antiques Roadshow returns to Raleigh today for the first time in 13 years. You're looking at video from the last time the show stopped in Raleigh in 2010. The PBS production will stop at the North Carolina Museum of Art today. Admission to the Roadshow is free, but tickets are required. This will air in 2024, marking the show's 28th season. 
And today's a weather alert day at WREL right now. And Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. A few sprinkles may be out there this morning, Elizabeth, but the bigger story a little bit later. Yeah, we're looking at 4 to 10 p.m. for the timeline for the storms moving through. And again, uh, we do have a level two risk for severe storms from the Triangle area north and west. And it's a level one risk here uh, in our eastern county. So damaging winds, a hail threat, and isolated tornadoes in that level two risk area in particular. So again, the timing's 4 to 10 p.m. We're going to walk through it with future cast 60 mile per hour wind gusts are stronger or possible and even an isolated tornado and there could be a little bit of minor flooding as well with some of these storms later on this evening here's a look at dual doppler 5000 radar right now um, looking at edgecombe nash and wilson county as an area that's seeing just a little light rain right now and another band of that starting to move into parts of chatham and orange county so uh, you might see an isolated shower it doesn't look like we're going to see anything terribly heavy however just uh, southeast of rocky mount there in uh, southern edgecombe county are seeing a little yellow showing up on the radar so that's an indication that the rain is a little heavier taking a look at future cast expect to see a few isolated showers this morning especially from the triangle area northward that's going to end around lunchtime or so and there could be a few breaks in the clouds this afternoon where we do see a bit of sunshine peeking through is where we're more likely to start to see those storms developing but we'll eventually see a line that pops up and drifts southward across our area at five o'clock it's along our northern counties by six to seven o'clock we're starting to see it from say Durham down towards Southern Pines and then it gets fairly scattered this evening between 8 and 9 o'clock and a lot of it's really drifting out of the viewing area by around 10 or 11. Here's a look at what's happening right now. Uh, we're looking at 68 degrees so it's a warm start out there. Our temperatures are in the mid 70s by lunchtime so it's going to be a warm sticky day for us. 84 in Raleigh, 83 in Durham, 86 in Fayetteville with that chance of storms developing late afternoon. Take a look at our muggy meter. Definitely going to be muggy today with the clouds, the showers that we're going to see on and off but after that, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday look really nice. Over the weekend, we're back to a chance with some scattered showers. We take a look at our seven-day forecast, looking, of course, at a WRL weather alert day today with that level one and two risk. Coming up, we're going to talk about the difference between a level one and two risk of storms. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday just look great with highs in the 70s, and we're looking at low humidity. And then over the weekend, we're back to a chance of an isolated shower or thunderstorm. We'll walk through Saturday and Sunday for you coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. Elon Musk is being pulled into a legal battle, all new and next. Why he's being subpoenaed in a case connected to Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking ring. Plus, the NFL score is big with streaming service Peacock. How the two are teaming up for a unique move in the upcoming season. Fifty-three is the time right now on your Tuesday morning. Good morning to Lewisburg. How are you doing today? It's mid-60s right now, not just there, but in Raleigh and Durham and all parts of our viewing area right now. Pretty mild, mid-60s no matter where you look. So far this year, Raleigh has had 18 crashes involving bicycles. That's about one for every week of the year. WRL's investigative data journalist Allie Ingersoll is looking at the safest places to cycle around our area. A Sunday spin around five points leads to a narrow miss for seasoned cyclist Brady Thomas. Watch this. This car pulls out right in front of him, seemingly not seeing him at all. It can be scary. Most crashes in the city happen when bikes and cars are sharing space, and there isn't any extra room from the roadway, according to the crash data. While Thomas had a close call caught on camera the other day, the part of the city where he was riding is one of the safest in Raleigh, according to data. 
Since 2019, six cyclists have been involved in crashes in the Five Point neighborhood. Only Glenwood, South, and South Central Raleigh have had fewer. But areas like North, Hillsborough, Wade, and Southwest have had more than four times as many crashes in the same time span. And those are the places where the city is focusing on bolstering cycling infrastructure, adding more areas with separated bike lanes like along Morgan Street and Lineberry Drive, something Thomas appreciates. Those small physical barriers provides an extra layer of security and a sense of security. Those efforts mean a lot to Thomas as he rides about five days a week, often opting to get around on two wheels rather than four. Raleigh has more cycling and commuting infrastructure uh, than a lot of cities, although there's certainly a lot of room for improvement. The city's bike plan includes expanding the on-road facilities to 70 miles. And Thomas feels investing in that more will help cyclists of all ages and abilities feel more comfortable on the road and get home safe. In Raleigh, Ali Ingersoll, WRAL News. Elon Musk is facing a subpoena in a lawsuit over Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking ring. The U.S. Virgin Islands issued the subpoena requesting documents as part of the case alleging J.P. Morgan Chase benefited financially from Epstein's activity. Musk is not implicated in any wrongdoing. Epstein was found dead while being detained in 2019 as he awaited trial on federal charges. A medical examiner ruled his death a suicide. New this morning, the NFL has taken another big step into the streaming industry. For the first time ever, the Saturday night game on Wild Card Weekend will be exclusively on Peacock. The NFL and NBC Universal made the announcement Monday. That playoff game will air January 13th. Today, Republican lawmakers will see if they have enough votes to override the governor's veto on the new abortion bill. What's expected to happen today and how soon this could possibly become law. And the NHL has released the schedule for the Eastern Conference Stanley Cup Finals. This morning, we are walking you through when and where the Hurricanes will be hitting the ice for Game 1. And you're taking a live look outside at Chapel Hill. It is a WRL weather alert day. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is in the WRS Severe Weather Center tracking the timing for severe storms. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.